Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. HB Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, the beautiful boys, Brandon. Hey. And Ben. Hello. Brandon, there was a little bit of a delayed reaction there. Yeah. He looks surprised that we had started the show, even though I was like, all right, here we go. No, I'm ready. Hit record. I am ready. Ready to go. Yeah. Well, that's good. How's your day going? Real good. Real good? Yeah. Work was quick. It was one of those days. Mm. Um, I gave Jimmy John's another shot at lunch. How'd that go? I don't want to get into the Jimmy John's debate. I, I want to get into it. Oh, my God. I like hot subs. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So I only had Jimmy John's once, and I thought it was awful for the price. Went back today. Still didn't love it. Wished they were hot, but it wasn't awful. Here's the thing, Brandon. You're an adult. Yeah. Okay. You eat, uh, At least uh, you don't eat. Technically, you I don't guess. eat baby food, kids food, you know. Little kids in elementary school, they're eating their cold sandwiches. That is know? that is what it reminds me of. I think I have the like, Jet 747, I, Butler I, High. Yeah, I think I have like an inherent hatred towards shredded lettuce mm. because of how just soggy it, it ended up getting to you somehow. Yeah. So it just completely ruined lettuce on anything for me unless it's like whole lettuce, like romaine or something. Mm. See, I can eat lettuce, like I can eat a salad, no problem. But if you put lettuce on a burger, my teeth don't tromp the way through it so the first bite i take i just got a whole leaf of lettuce oh, on my beard that's the fucking worst yeah i'll tell you i don't think honestly probably just should stop with putting the lettuce on the burgers just put it on the side i'll eat it oh and All honestly right. another complete and total misstep on anyone who's trying to make a burger whenever they put the cheese up against the condiments mm, so, so it, it doesn't slides help. oh it you slides. gotta put the cheese underneath the burger and put the condiments up top so it doesn't just your top bun and your cheese don't slide the fuck out of here. Yeah. I think that raw tomatoes are disgusting. Yeah, the I always say they have the inside the insides are like boogers. Oh. Uh, that I is a say. great th- yeah. that's not I mean that's accurate. I should yeah. try boogers because I love raw tomatoes. You are fuck, sir. <laughs> when I see people that have raw tomatoes on burgers, I'm like, that just looks wet. Do you like cooked tomatoes on burgers? No. You don't like tomatoes at all. I like sauce. You know, like he tomato likes, sauce. He doesn't even like ketchup. But you don't like tomatoes. No, I would never want to eat a tomato. Hmm. I will eat them like an apple. No. I'm a monster. I like I like cooked tomatoes. Mm. You ever have fried green tomatoes? No. That's the best. Damn. But yeah, I'm doing well. Good. Ben, how's your day going? <laughs> it's going great. Staying busy. We both got haircuts. We did. Together. Well, not together. Oh, okay. We could, though, next time. We should. I want to go to a barber, dude. We all three got haircuts. I don't, do you don't have a haircut. Right now, I could not tell that you got a haircut. 
Since last time I saw you? Yeah, like a lot. I mean, it's like almost bald on the sides. Wait, when when did you see each other and when did you get a haircut? We saw each other Friday. last sa- Friday or Saturday. Yeah, uh, I just got it Sunday. I'm sorry, I did not notice. Damn. I noticed, but Fuck. you didn't get it cut as short on top as you normally do. Fuckins. Yeah, you're probably right about that. The top, but the sides for sure. Oh, this what? is the longest intro, dude. I love it. That's fine. There's not a lot to talk about. No. So if you're expecting hard-hitting game news this for this jam-packed episode... You came to the right place. Well, there'll be some news. There's still some news. <laughs> um, yeah, when, that was on Friday. We saw Joker. We went Which, to Burger King beforehand. It was terrible. Oh, dude, I... That was a bad Burger King dog. Oh, that's rough. Now, I, here's the thing. I feel like Burger King's, you're more likely to have a bad Burger King than, like, go to a bad McDonald's. Both possible, of course. Yeah. But I'll tell you, the king is really growing on me. Mm. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> and They got tacos there now. <laughs> the $1 taco. What's, but what's Burger King doing with tacos? I don't know, man. Dude, they Talk got all kind of shit. Didn't they have fucking mozzarella sticks? Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. Well, no, I'm not saying there is, Ben. But mm. I'm just saying, like... It's a burger joint. You know who has the best mozzarella sticks of all the fast Don't food? Don't say Arby's. Arby's. Dude, they're the worst. They're not. I'm. Here's the thing. I think compared to Sheets, I said a fast food. Uh, okay. Okay. You're talking gas stations. That's different, but also. Similar. I like. I really like um, chilies. Chilies cheese sticks. Yeah. Chilies mm. is fast food. It's just sit down fast food. Which I haven't I, been to uh, Chili's in years. I, yeah, me either. Chili's is clearly superior to Applebee's. Oh yeah, of course. In every way. That's that's uh, for sure. But you're talking the battle of uh shitty restaurants. Right well, dude, there. Dude, you know. One is less shitty than the other. We don't have the, all those high-class restaurants in this little small podunk town. I would rather eat at Texas Roadhouse than at Chili's. Oh yeah. Wow. The last, you, the last two times there. I've went to Texas Roadhouse were Heinously bad. Oh. Heinously bad. Yeah. I think my steak was spoiled the first time because it had a weird taste. Mm. And then the second time I asked if they can, if they made onion rings and she's like, oh yeah, we can make them. So they handmade them, but they weren't actually <laughs> something on the menu. So they just kind of winged it Ooh. and it was fucking awful. I mean, here's to tell you if, if you've ever eaten a red onion onion ring have you ever eaten one of those uh not to my knowledge no they're usually not red for a no. reason they just don't With the sweet ones yeah Idalia. so they <laughs> they were red onions and the batter didn't stick to it so as soon as you took a bite the entire onion slice came off in your mouth it's and like you, the lettuce thing yeah it's we're full circle now now brandon you and i saw joker on, yes was that friday or saturday Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and I know that you liked it. I did. And a I, was, lot. I was trying to figure out. I don't know how Phil feels about it. Phil doesn't like it. I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I mean, he posted like five or six tweets about it, but none of them were very clear on whether or not he liked it. He hates it. Yeah, I know. He uh, I want to talk to him about that. Yeah. I almost was like, I want to do a Joker spoiler cast. But that makes no sense for the type of content yeah. that we do. Dude, I feel like if it's a bonus episode, it doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is a movie. It's weird because lately, like, I'm not as into the huge discussion around movies. But right. I feel like this one I actually want to discuss. Did you see Ben? No. I want to see oh. it. My wife and I are going to see it. But uh, just finding a day where we're both free and can also find someone to hang out with the kids. is Just take the kids. 
Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. All right. Uh, let's get into dreams and shout outs. Brandon, you, you said you're ready to I'm go. I'm ready, Freddy. You were preparing I'm ready, Freddy. long before you sat in the chair. That's right. Um, that is an anomaly for Brandon. Wow. To be yeah. Uh, honestly, for all of us, <laughs> at least for me. I usually, right before we start the show, say, Oh, what's my dream and shout out? What am I actually? What am I dreaming of? And then I make it up on the spot. Damn. I really am dreaming, but I don't mm. remember what it is before they sit down. Here. Sometimes you don't remember your dreams. Sometimes I you don't. Very Unless you don't. wake up right before, then usually you remember. Right, dude. When I was a kid, <laughs> talking about dreams. When I was yeah. a kid, I used to have this this dream of. I don't remember exactly what it was, but like there was a princess and there was a castle, and I was like, "Oh, what are those dreams?" I was like six or seven years old, dude. Were you Mario? Like, I don't think so. <laughs> but I was like dreaming, about, and I remember waking up and being like, "I gotta get back in that dream." That's right. I lucid dream too, so yeah, I can dude. control my actions. You were in control, doing control them something. titties. I was like six, <laughs> so I doubt it, but well, it's possible, you know. Anyway, whatever. Get go, it, boy. Go for it, Brandon. All right. Uh, shout out to, and this has been something that has developed in me in the past couple years, is when I learn more about the game's lore, mm. it makes me enjoy playing the game even when it has nothing to do with the lore, because I know, like, the story behind it, pretty okay. much. So shout out to, like, all the super expansive games that have really awesome um, lore and stories and everything like that. Like Skyrim has its own story. Witcher has its own, you know, like an entire universe built around it. And I'm saying this week, shout out to that. I'm sure that this was this brought on by Destiny lore. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Destiny lore is great. It really is, though. It's a little bit poorly implemented, I think, in the game. It, in the game, it's it's. That's safe to say. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's, yeah. They give you tidbits, but like you can't really appreciate the magnitude, right? You know. All right, but uh, yeah. So shout out to that. Um, in my dream, now that it's getting into spooky season, mm. my dream is to have another game come out, like a new game. I it, it probably doesn't even exist, but in my dream it does. A game that is a horror game that I liked as much as Resident Evil Biohazard. Mm, so, oh, a Resident Evil 7? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, and there's two different kinds of scary games for me. There's like Slenderman. Right. Which is like, you know, or like Outlast. Jump scare. That's the kind I don't really like. I like the... I don't know how to describe it. I know. The other kind of horror... Um, but yeah, I, I, I want something to grip me and just scare the shit out of me <laughs> I like for it. the spooktober because nothing has been as good as the Resident Evil since then for me in I, that specific sect, you know, I think that's fair to say. I'm trying to, trying to think of any other spooky games since that, that I really, really enjoyed. And I feel like RE7 was the last yeah. really great one for me. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people like Res- uh, Evil Within 2 though. Oh, I rented that, and um, I think I'll probably have to give it another try. Um, but I wasn't really into it the first time. Or didn't we check that out? We might have. Okay. I don't remember. Anyway, I don't really love uh, spooky video games for the same reason that I don't love spooky movies, and that's because I can't like suspend reality. I can for any other type of movie, but for movies, I can't suspend reality 
for horror movies long enough. So, like, for me, I like horror movies that are also something that could definitely happen in real life. Okay. Like, gotcha. um, like Hush. Or, like, I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Like, The Strangers from, I don't know, 15 years ago yes. or something? Yeah. Well, well, Hush, a guy just breaks into a house. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, and he has, like, a, a just, like, a normal white mask right. on. But I don't like, I don't love horror movies where, like, it's just like, oh, this would never actually happen. Right. Um, the exception to that being Hereditary. Oh. That's the one I saw. Her. I mean, it, well, it's I mean, messed up, but there's there's parts that of it. Only, that, shown, that depends on whether you believe demons exist or not. Well, I, I believe guess. demons exist, but I don't know if they act like that. Yeah. Okay. I got mine. Go for it, man. All right. I'm going to give my, my dream this week. I'm dreaming. Where, for whatever reason, I got kicked into high gear on getting ready for the next con that I know we're going to. That is PAX East. And I don't know if I even like going to conventions as much as I like prepping for them. Mm. I love the, oh, let's find a good Airbnb, Airbnb to stay in. Let's get this flights arranged perfectly to our liking. Let's make sure that, uh, and we're not into this yet, but let's get our appointments booked out and schedule everybody for them. I just love the planning aspects of that. And I'm not a huge planner day to day. Um, I don't love planning things. I like to be organized, but that's different. But I don't know. There's something about I just I'm into Airbnb season here. I'm looking at flights, probably actually going to talk to you guys about that afterwards, about when we should book them, when you're ready to go on that. So that's that's my dream right now. I'm dreaming about all that. I, once it actually gets to packs, I'm just kind of like, OK, we're here. Let's do the content. But the lead up to it is what I like. Man, I was thinking about packs. Yeah. And I was thinking because you were talking about the planning. I feel like every year it's exciting because I feel like we get better every year yeah. figuring out what works and what doesn't. And I'm specifically excited about doing videos. Yeah, I think it's almost exclusively stick to videos, honestly. Last year they were hits. Last year they were great. The most, videos mostly, yeah. mostly did very, very well. Better than I had expected. Yeah. And so I feel like this year we'll be able to maximize even further. Some of our top videos ever are from last year's packs. Yeah. Or this year's packs, technically. And there's certain things as far as on a technical aspect that I want to solve. Like last year, we only had one wireless microphone. Yeah. And I was like, well, we'll make it work. And then we got there and I was like, this is fucking terrible. We got to boost that <laughs> up. We need yeah. two wireless yeah. microphones. Yeah. Really bad. We need a new tripod that is easier to carry around and set up on the go. We need it the so uh, fucking heavy. We need those flags that go around the mics, too, so we can look legit. Yes. It's like we are legit. But if people don't know we're legit, then how? <laughs> we also, there was one other. Th oh, yeah. I want to this year train every, like do like a one. Maybe we can even do it at our Airbnb. Train yeah. everybody how to use the camera. Right. Because there were certain situations where it was like, well, I want to be on camera, but right. I need to right. show someone how to do this on the show floor with a million people walking by. Right. Wasn't ideal. Just press the red button. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm just it's not. Up yeah. My shout out. This little one. This one's a little different. You guys remember Andy Cap's hot fries? Who? Is that like they come in the bag? Yeah. Oh yeah, those are terrible. They're amazing. Whoa! First of all, where uh, do you get them? Okay, I'm getting there. All right. All right. So used to. I remember when I was a kid, I could find them here and there, and I remember eating them. But I haven't seen them in like probably ten years. And the other day, a friend of mine was eating them just in one of those little small bags. And I was like, I got to get them. 
I got to get them hot fry, hot Damn, fries. dude. And so I went, and I'm like, okay, I can get them on Amazon, but I want to actually go get them and have them today. Right. Well, I spent like two days without finding them anywhere. Finally, I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to look on their website. And I looked on their website, and there was a store finder. And it was like, where in your area carries them? And I found that they were like a block from me. So I just walked out the door, went to the Dollar General, which I hate, but I went to Dollar General. They had a giant bag for like two bucks. Dude. Well, got them. I don't think I've ever had those. They're great. I've always seen them, so that's why I recognize it when I see it, but I've never tasted it. So Honestly, I don't, I don't know if they're that good, but I love them. Like, how I don't know up? objectively if they're that good. And how long has it been since you last had them? Yesterday. I mean, before that. Probably 10 years. The day dude, before that. Yeah. That's the thing, dude. I've told you about this when we we're at conventions. I dream about the salsa Doritos. Yeah. They were from like 2002. Right. And the closest thing is those... A uh, certain type of Dorito that you can only get on the West Coast, at least that I've been able to tell. That's like the hot, hot salsa. Sauce. Like yeah, hot you always sauce. get those when we go to E3. Dude. Yes. Yeah. I'm so sad now. I I just realized maybe I don't have one of those, but whenever the all dressed up go away, I'm going to be yearning for the all dressed up because I'm sure it's only like a, they're not going to have the them all forever. Dressed, you mean just all dressed chips? Yeah, that. All dressed up. <laughs> Sorry, that's. Damn, dude. See, I can't even say it right. Tuxedos. Tuxedo, chip. I was Tuxedo like, chips. A- okay, real quick, breakout segment here. Favorite types of chips. Mm. Doesn't have to be brand. Just tell me your favorite oh, kind I'm gonna of go chips. first because I've been thinking about food for All a little right. bit here. Right. Mm. Go for it. Uh, I don't think they do it anymore. I think they have something that's called Blaze, but the purple Doritos, I don't think they have those. Oh, I know what you mean. Just what's left because I feel like they switched it out for something called Blaze. I'm, I'm not 100% certain, but those are my favorite, the purple ones. Mm, so good and uh generic pringles specifically generic yeah because there's hella cheap a mm. dollar a can the stacks i'll fucking smack that bitch in, in one sitting wow one dollar fuck it it's only my god you, you mean the stacks right is the, that what they're called well stax the stacks are the aldi brand yeah. no the, stacks is lays no no the aldi brand is called stackers i think oh, okay. with an S. Yeah. okay there's anyway. Lay's Stacks, S-T-A-X. No, the Walmart brand and the Aldi brand. See, these Stacks are only a buck a piece, too. That's why I was confused. The Lay's brand. Yeah. Well, at least they were. I don't I saw them. that. Favorite type of chip, Dustin? Favorite type of chip. I mean, I already mentioned the salsa the, or the hot wait, sauce. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. I'm sorry. I had to stop you. Brandon, you mentioned the style of chip. <laughs> what is the flavor? That's what I'm getting at here. The flavor that you like the most. Wow, you just blew his mind. I just go back to salt and vinegar all the time. I love salt and vinegar. Well, then, yeah, the flavor for me is like a salsa type flavor. Yeah. Or a hot sauce. I like the hot, like the Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I don't go for them very often, but they are good. Mine has something to do with vinegar because like even the the like more vinegary barbecues. Yeah. I like those chips better too. I don't know. Right. My favorite is definitely salt and vinegar and the, the vinegary. The Dude. more vinegary, the better. Burn my burn my mouth. Yeah, this is I'm, this conversation between you yeah. and I is just killing Dustin right now because mm. he hates vinegar. Burn mm. like salt and vinegar mouth. chips is like it's like it's like rubbing salt in a cut. Yeah, and I if they're the, if they're kel cooked, yeah, on top of being the super ones, salty and vinegary, you got to get the bag that has the lighthouse in the front. Yeah, Cape Cod or whatever. The Cape Cod. Dude, I, I we sound like we're major chip eaters. I eat a bag of chips like every three months. Like. 
any kind of chip I will all. almost always pass up chips, but if I'm in the mood for chips, yeah. I'm in the mood for some go, fucking go to town. chips, yeah. dude. Damn. And also, you know, shout out to the to the unsung heroes, the scoops. The scoops? Yeah, because they're a utility chip. Mm. They're not about flavor. They they're really about aren't utility. about flavor because they're disgusting. They're about own. utility, Ben. Is that like how crabs are utility food for butter? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Similar. Well, just just a way to shovel in the butter, man. We need some more good utility chips. Mm. What other kinds of utilities do you want that the that these you got the flat pretzels those aren't doing for you? I don't know, man. You know, utility foods. Doubles is a That's screwdriver. A, that should be a subreddit. Know. Doubles as a screwdriver. Is that what you? Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a, <laughs> it took me a second for that to register. <laughs> um, I'm just curious, like with the the flat pretzels mm-hmm. yeah those are who those are was, for hummus who was sitting around like you know what these these cylindrical shaped pretzels and these twisty pretzels they're not enough <laughs> they're not doing the job mm. for us we got to have some flat ones damn dude they probably were like we can use less material and sell them at the same price you know those little round pretzels too yeah yeah i don't know i'm not a big pretzel guy but if i eat one i gotta eat the, all of them there's also like sourdough pretzels. You ever have those bitches? I do have, yeah. Woo. I'm going to cut off our food so conversation hungry. there. As, as a, Jesus Christ. How much have we talked about food so far? Well, uh, we're, just at, keep bringing we're it at up. 20 minutes into this podcast yeah. and I, we're Probably only at two out of three dreams. You could tell that I have not eaten dinner yet. Mm, I haven't either. I'm hungry. Me either. I'm fucking starving, bro. All right. For <laughs> We didn't even make it through the fucking dreams. Goddamn. For my shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to a show I'm watching right now called Attack on Titan. Whoa. Which is not is old news for a lot of people. But I finally I've watched the first episode like three or four times. Yeah. And then forgot about it. And this time it didn't um, grab you. It didn't grab me. But now I've blitzed through the first season in like less than a week. Yeah. And it is just a really, really interesting show. It's about like these people they have to live inside these walls because outside the walls there's these like weird giant humanoid creatures called titans that want to eat them and it's uh surprising how many twists and turns it has so i highly recommend it first season on netflix and i'd even recommend it to you boys who aren't anime boys well, but ben i can't even get you into the most basic i am an anime boy i tried to get you to death of. note I, I watched death note do you watch all of it yeah Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought we just watched the first episode of E3 and then you bailed. Well, we did, but I watched more of it. We're, ki- we're kind of anime boys. Don't diss us. I'm, I don't. Here's the thing. You're right in that I'm not an anime boy, mm. but I can respect anime. Mm. I just have to enjoy it. I don't like anime purely. It's like Christmas music for me. People don't understand that Christmas music is a genre. No, 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 it's a time of year. No, Christmas music is a genre. I don't care if your Christmas music is metal, rap, oh, dude, metal. country, whatever. Christmas music is a genre because it's all about one thing. Whereas like normal, you know, let's say metal music can be about anything. What do you mean normal? Normal music. Mm. Yeah. Can be about anything. What about? But I don't like the genre of Christmas music. With anime, anime is a genre, but I I like the anim the, the genre of anime. I don't like certain types of anime in that like I don't know the uh-huh, and the giant overreactions just get to me. 
So it has to be a really compelling story for me to get into it. I just I do not agree that anime is a genre. It is a uh, it's from medium. It's I don't a, know if it's an archetype right. of a genre. Because you still refer to all anime as anime. No, well, you wouldn't say like this is a comedy, and then we sit down and watch it, and I'm like, this is anime. You wouldn't say it's, it's like a this is a movie. You wouldn't, but you wouldn't say that though. What? You would say there's this new anime coming out. I really want to see. You wouldn't say there's this new movie. I want to see. I would say that. I've heard you specifically not say that. I would say this is a movie I want to see. I think sometimes he might say one or the other. Right. I mean. We talk about movies or shows or anime, and then it's like, well, what kind of anime? Well, it's a fantasy anime, or it's a, a comedy anime, anime. Fa- well, as you could say, right? But you don't do that with other types of genres. Yeah, I do. Like you wouldn't, you don't say, "There's this new comedy I want to see." Well, what kind of comedy? Right? You're losing me right now. I'm, I'm still kind of on the the like uh, genres of Christmas music. Yeah. Like uh, Metal Kwanzaa, I was thinking about. Metal Kwanzaa. Metal Kwanzaa music. You know that Kwanzaa and Christmas are different, right? Yes. Someone's done it. They just yes, happen around the same type of year. Yeah, I know. Okay. My shout out. I was or- trying to be inclusive, Ben. All I'm saying is that all anime is not created equal, which you agree with. I agree with that. But you still would say a movie is anime, not, oh, there's this great new comedy or this great new romance movie I want to see. Without also referring to it as anime, like you have to refer to it as anime if you or if you're talking about it mm. in casual conversation, you couldn't just say, "Hey, I went and saw your name." Wait, I don't, I've never seen your name, and I should have. But what what is your name? Like, what kind of? It's like a romance. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. You wouldn't say that. Oh, we went and saw this new romance movie. It's awesome. I love the director, etc. Without mentioning that it's anime. Right. It's a sub. It's a subdivision of the, oh, the genre. You're blowing my mind, dude. I've thought about this a lot in the Christmas I've, aspect. I've not thought about it as much in the anime aspect. But I've, anyway, I like anime. I don't like anime of all kinds. It has to be a very specific kind. Well, my dream is of Letterkenny. New season's Ooh, out. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Came Neither. out yesterday. Meant to watch the first episode. Didn't happen. Can you stream it on Hulu? You can now. It was like a week without being on Hulu. Yeah, it was on Crave first okay. in Canada. So fuck you, Dave. And uh, Duncan <laughs> for being Canadian. That's yes. right. And Matt Riggs. Give for us being your Canadian. delicious chips. Newfoundland. What the fuck is up with that? That's a great name. Like, oh, let's just name it what it is. Newfoundland. And then push it together and say it with a funny word. It was a simpler accent. time. Obvi- I mean, everything's <laughs> clearly more simple in Canada. They can't even get their fucking currency straight. They, you got, know? they got cartoons on it up there. They make one hell of a chip, though. Let's yeah. be honest, though. Canadian currency looks Canadian and and European currency looks sweet. Mm. It does. It actually has some character to it. Mm. Hey, real quick, you yeah. talked about you both talked about a TV show and I didn't. I'm going to throw one in. Okay. If you haven't watched Succession, the second season just ended. Now's a great time to get on and check out. Like, just watch all of it before the next one comes around in you know nine months or whatever. Succession, it's so good. Boom. Are you boys ready? Is for it the anime? News? It's not anime. <laughs> I have a few news items that we can talk about. First of all, there's a new PSVR patent that was interesting. And so I want to talk a little bit about PSVR in general. But let's talk about the patent first. So the patent has outward facing cameras, two on the front, two on the back. And there are c- cameras actually on the controllers oh. themselves. 
But the biggest thing is that the patent shows all wireless. Yes. To be Bluetooth. So, first of all, what do you guys think about a wireless PSVR? I think more money. I think that's the best possible way. I mean, I, I don't I don't imagine the time when I would want wired over wireless. Mm. I'm just wondering, it is possible because there are uh, like the Vi- you can get a wireless adapter for your Vive. Right. But I feel like it could introduce new problems. It could. And price also. Every new technology introduces new problems. Right. It's not really a super new technology, but yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, even with the Vive one, like, if there's latency. if the, Is there any noticeable latency? Right. But hard to say. Certainly possible. I mean, that is the benefit to the wire, right, is that there's less latency usually overall. But I would love just, like, a streaming device that's VR, mm. and it processes it and sends it to you via Bluetooth. Yeah, I think it would probably be a, a huge step because there's so many people that are like, I don't want to set this up. How do I set this up? Right. It, you know, makes a fucking mess in my How living room. How do I room. play Beat Saber and not trip over the wire and kill myself? Yeah. So how do you guys feel that PSVR has been for Sony? I feel like it's kind of the unsung hero of the console generation in that PSVR changed my mindset about what VR could be. Specifically, um, London Heist changed my mindset. Like when you got VR and I came over to your house and played it like the first week it was out, I played Blood and Truth and I was like, I have to have one of these. This is what I've experienced other VR in the past and it was garbage. And I said Blood and Truth. I meant London Heist. London Heist. This is what changed my mind about it. Um, So for me, it's like this is a huge, cool thing that is definitely you know, world changing, genre changing, whatever, console changing. But the problem with it is just that it's impossible to be experiential. It's right. not something that you can experience unless you fit. Like you can't describe what it's like to be in the world of the London heist or anything else that's better now. But just going back to that initial impression, it's impossible to describe what that's like in the full effect without actually demoing someone in it. I, I can was- tell you it looks real. There's huge environments, big set pieces, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's in that's on my TV screen too. Right. But until you actually experience it, yeah, you, you can't like understand the magnitude. I always tell people that don't know anything about VR, I'm like, it's not like you're seeing a giant screen in your face. Right. So I think that's what a lot of people still think yeah. VR is like. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's like fully immersive. PSVR is the best selling VR headset of the big main ones of Oculus and Vive, and now Valve has their own. And I think it's true that it is what they were able to achieve for the price is insanely impressive. When I first got it, I thought, well, I'm getting a lesser VR experience than Oculus or Vive, but I'm spending way less money. Right. Now that I have an Oculus, there's obviously some huge pluses for Oculus. Like the tracking is so much better. But when it comes down to the image quality... PSVR, I'd say with the 1080p screen, I don't know if it's the way they have the pixel arrangement or the the lenses. Right. I'd say it's just as good. Yeah. Honestly. And the price point's way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But so obviously Sony is thinking about what the next gen PSVR is. Sure. Brandon, I want to point this towards you because you like VR. 
but you not enough to buy one right. this gen. Yeah. So I guess I have a twofold question. What held you back this gen? And would you consider one for PlayStation 5? Uh, yes, I would consider um, I would consider it. Um, but the reason I didn't really want to fuck with it this time around is it just seemed kind of... I don't know the gimmicky is the right word because it's very good, so it's not gimmicky. But, like, I'm not going to play it most of the time, so I didn't feel it justified to spend that amount of money on something that I might just pick up every once in a while. Right. I don't know. I got mine at a very good price, but I still feel guilty at how little I play it. Yeah. So that's where I was at was, like, I mean, among, like, other logistic stuff, like, I don't have a great space for it in my house and whatever. I think but, you have a good space for it in your house. You don't need a lot of space for it is the benefit. Yeah, yeah. But it's also a shared space with my brother. Like, True. You know what I mean? So anyway, but I think that's what held me back last time. I think that if there were like some things that were truly intuitive about it, that were like a noticeable improvement to the experience or my my happiness or my pleasure in the game that I literally couldn't get unless I was in this headset, then I would want to do it. You know, like yeah. I can't even think of a, an example, honestly, but I don't know. UI interaction or something. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's absolutely essential to have new controllers. Yes. Like for me, the controllers are the absolute worst part of PSVR. The fact that there's no analog stick on them, the stupid, you know, light balls at yeah. the top that are finicky. They're the worst. So, what, okay, the Move controllers, mm-hmm. before PSVR, what real use did they have? They had compatibility with certain games. They did. Was it, was it good, or was this, was, were the Move controllers always built with PSVR in mind? They were not built with PSVR in mind. You don't think so? No. Okay. Because this was a long time ago. I know, probably, what, 15 years? I remember, I think it had compatibility with Bioshock Infinite. Mm, I don't remember that, but I didn't play that uh, on, on PS4 or PS3. Killzone 3? Yes, I remember you had that. that. Yeah. There was um so there was some more like more casual stuff like the the storybook uh-huh. game. But there wasn't yeah, there wasn't a ton of compatibility and they kind of seemed dead in the water, but then they were like received a new life. I think they probably built PSVR and thought, "Well, what can we use for controllers?" That's probably more likely than the other way around. Right. Yeah. It just seems to me like, why would you build this peripheral without an end game in mind? Because they never did a good job of explaining why you needed them before PSVR. Right. Yeah. I just wonder, I mean, you'd have to assume that they thought, well, we already have these some and it will cut down the price. Yeah. Maybe they just had a fucking warehouse for full of them. I almost guarantee like, that's the case. Just a huge stockpile. And they're like, well, we can use these. It'll cut down the price of the system because you have to imagine PSVR when it launched to get the bundle that had everything you needed was $500. Right. So imagine if there's a new controller. That, that didn't have a pack in either, did it? Oh, no, it had the world's VR disc. worlds. Yeah. Yeah. So it almost seemed like probably like, well, we have these, so that'll help us and it will help the bottom line as far as the actual price of sure. the product. Right. So... It's been successful for them, but I think the attach rate is like one in 20 or something. It's low. Yeah. But I don't know if that's bad. 
Yeah. I've, and for a premium product, they've made it explicitly clear that PSVR will work on PS5. Yeah. But I think it's also clear that they're going to do a next headset. What do you think the timeline for that looks like? Just real quick. They have to do a new headset, but the problem is going to come into play if they make the new headset, not be able to play the old games. And I wonder how much they're going to fragment their market. If they, if they come out with new games and say, this can only be played with a new headset because people like us, like, okay, you've had yours for a few years. I've had mine for what, probably a, a year less than you did. Yeah. Um, but still we spent good money on those to have two or three years and then have games come out that aren't compatible with it. That's going to really upset a lot of people anyway. See, I feel like that's perfectly fine. That's just the, the the doing business with tech. I don't have a problem with that on a console generation Mm. standpoint. Yeah. I don't. Okay. If you make new games that only work with PS five, throw me in. That's fine. I'll buy a new PS five to play these games. But if you put something out and within three years have a new, new one and say the old one won't work anymore. That's a little short timing for me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I'm I'm honestly like fuck them, like fuck the people that didn't upgrade. That's like because I remember specifically in in Destiny when they couldn't like oh yeah change things because they were still tethered to the 360 generation. Like oh yeah, like it wasn't capable because you know it, there had to be parity. And I'm just like fuck them. Like if you want to keep up with it, like. Right. Get the new shit. I don't know. And they even did do stuff that was like offered people transfers. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I keep some of those late gen games for 360. I forget about that. Like uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, that's was crazy. On, was on Xbox 360. Crazy. Destiny was Destiny on 360. Destiny 1, yeah. Wow. So. That's crazy. I didn't think Destiny 1 was. That's older than I thought. What was that, 2012? Um, I think that was the year the PS4 launched maybe okay. the year after the ps4 launched okay or not 360 xbox one what yeah well xbox one you're right gen. you're right yes yeah. yes yes so man that's crazy to think about but where were we with this i don't know when do you think sony will want to put out a new headset because clearly they're working on it well we talked a little bit about this last week or maybe it was two weeks ago i don't remember i think they would be if they could have it up and running and be able to bundle it with uh, the PS4 or PS5, I think that would be awesome. Um, but if they if they're gonna bundle it, they gotta know that they're gonna have to give a little bit of a discount to do that. Mm. So they might be better off doing it later on in the life cycle. Um, I would say they can't wait more than a year after the new system to put it out, though. Really? Yeah. So because I feel like I think PS5 is already gonna start at five hundred dollars. Yeah. I think that they aren't won't be able to bundle it based on how expensive the bundle will be and it will scare people. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I can maybe see the following year. But the thing is Sony does weird stuff like I said launched, a year with a year after within a year after the PS5 is what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sony does weird stuff like they released PSVR and PS4 Pro in the same year. Right. Which I I thought was baffling to yeah. me. But it seemed to turn out okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think that was because, like, that's the best way to play it, mm. the VR. You it know, is, like, yeah. I feel like they had the upgrades in mind and honestly probably took a lot more work to get it running on the normal ones. Right. Yeah. I will say I had my PSVR headset before and after my PS4 Pro, and it's definitely better on Pro. Oh, yeah. It runs way better. 
There was a, when I played No Man's Sky on my PS4 with PSVR, it initially did not have a PS4 Pro patch. And I was like, this game looks bad. Yeah. So I have not played it since they've updated for PS4 Pro support, but interesting to think about. Any other thoughts about PSVR or PS5 even at this point? I am much less interested. I mean, I'm very interested in VR in general, but I'm more interested in seeing what new things they can do with the PS5 that would make me interested in upgrading more than I am in PSVR Mm. just because I know the amount of time I spend on PSVR. Right. Um, I'm still interested, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I haven't even experienced all the things that... With the PS4, I came in later in the life cycle, but I still feel like I've... Okay, I've got my my gas out of this. I definitely feel like I've experienced the full range of what it can do. Let's see something new. With PSVR, I'm like, there's still so much new stuff, so much stuff I haven't gotten to, so many experiences that I haven't had with PSVR that I'm still cool with the current one I have. I hope that... I feel like an end goal for Sony should be that Eventually, the PSVR is the place that you want to play non-VR games. Yeah. Like, you throw on the headset to play Call of Duty or I've something. I've done that. I mean, not Call of Duty specifically, but right. I was doing that a lot uh, probably about a year ago. But I guess in theory, it's like, okay, you can have a cinema experience that's as good but it's in your headset right. because the materials are so much smaller. It's cheaper. Like right now they're like cinema mode, but it's like, it's going to look like stretched out crap right. on your screen, which is a trade off of course. Yeah. So seeing that I think is probably years way because you're dealing with pixel density and yeah. things like that, which are still, you know, being worked on. But yeah, I'll be curious. There's a big thing right now. One of the, maybe the Vive Cosmo, one of them now has eye tracking uh-huh. in it which sounds really interesting in the fact that it'll detect where your eye is looking on the screen. And so it'll blur out the image in the background, like your actual eyes work. So I'm wondering if that's something that they could, they could do as well. That'd be cool. Sounds expensive though. Yeah, probably it probably will be. All right, let's move on. Uh, This one I thought was kind of interesting. NVIDIA is once wanting to remaster classic PC games. With ray tracing. So they put out a job listing and they've said, quote, we're cherry picking some of the greatest titles from the past decades and bringing them into the ray tracing age. Thus, we'll be giving them state of the art visuals while keeping the gameplay that made them great. The NVIDIA Lightspeed Studios team is picking up the challenge, starting with a title that you know and love, but we can't talk about here. So, as you may know, NVIDIA did Quake 2. RTX, yeah, which is a very impressive demo. They're doing Minecraft RTX, and that seems to be something they're very interested in doing. So my question, I know, Brandon, you're not wasn't big on classic PC gaming. But Ben, I know you play a lot of PC games. Yeah. What games would you like to see with ray tracing and enabled? It's so hard for me because most of the quote classic games are not games where I can visually imagine Mm. the change with ray tracing. Yeah. Like when I think of classic games, I think of Doom and Duke Nukem and um, Age of Empires and even, you know, any kind of that stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what any of those are going to really profit from ray tracing. Right. I'm sure there's lots of potential there that I'm missing. And there's certainly other games that people love that I haven't even thought of, you know, that would be a possibility. But 
when I think of my experiences, those are the ones that I, you know, sunk all the time into, and I can't imagine them with ray tracing or not. Right. I was thinking about Bioshock. <clears throat> That's literally what I just thought, but I was like, is that considered classic enough for for this? I mean, at this point, when did it come out? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. But they're talking like Quake Two. Yeah. Was I the last know, one I they know, did. But like, still. It, you know, where does it stop? I would have to seek some comparisons with like Quake 2. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll load it up, dude. I'll show you, dude. Okay. It's crazy. Is it? Oh, yeah. See, if I see what it could be, but like when I think about like Duke Nukem, I'm like, mm, can't imagine ray tracing. I don't know how it would work with sprite based. So I'm not talking about this pixel Duke Nukem tracing world stuff either or whatever it was called. The new pixel one. tracing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it looks very, it's, it's mainly with just with how it does the lighting. Light. Yeah. And uh, it's, very neat i was trying to think like for me i think this ship has already sailed but i was thinking about the jedi knight games yeah since those are kind of in that like early polygonal right time i bet you you know i bet you that they're looking at system shock as one um i have a little bit of inside knowledge that system shock is going to go through some changes but i don't know about that specifically Hmm. yeah it seems prime because that's sort of like that quake yeah um era yeah so so i guess here's my question we've talked a little bit about the games and the experience my question is more along the lines of what's the return here because i i'm sure they're you know they've sold a lot but how many machines can even run ray tracing at this point well they're hoping all of them well right you'll buy their product (laughs) currently you mean how many of the market share or how many of their products do ray tracing how many, what's what's the market share on ray tracing in 2019? Yeah, I don't know about that. So I'm thinking like it's got to be low, right? Comparatively. Well, that's pro- they probably the the biggest problem I think that Nvidia has is that they released this 20 series yeah. that has ray tracing, and they were like, "This is the future of games." Here they are a year later. Yeah. And the amount of ray tracing games. Right. Very low. So, I guess it's kind of like, I don't know. If you, it's not a build it, if you build it, they will come situation for me. Like, I'm not going to, if I'm going to upgrade to ray tracing, which I do want to eventually, obviously, I'm not going to do it because I can play this old game mm-hmm. in a new way. I'm going to do it because there's enough games. games that I want to play coming out yeah. that I need it to play them. True. So for me, I don't know, for me, it's not worth an upgrade because they have all these old games remastered or redone. Right. But, yeah, but what about Super Mario Sunshine? Well, that's true. Never thought about Whoa, that. Ray Could trace. you imagine <laughs> ray tracing that? Um, pretty sure that wasn't released for PC, but that's a different story. Uh, the I, I guess I'm just saying, like, they're probably hoping to make money off these games. Brandon's right that the ultimate goal is to get more people to buy ray tracing processors, or uh, not processors, but uh, GPUs. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that the market share right now is enough to support the cost it's going to take to implement ray tracing and. It's like it's like when 4K first came out. Yeah, you know. You mean that just that there wasn't a lot of content, or yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and it now it's like everywhere. But before it was like, well, this 1080p is fine, and there's not a whole lot of stuff you could watch with it anyway. And yeah, I was thinking about how PS5 and Xbox, the new Xbox, are both going to have hardware-based ray tracing. I think it is a stunningly profound effect on games when you see it yeah i think most people are not going to know what ray tracing is right even when they see it right in front of them it's going to have to be like an on and off yep. situation 
And I think it's going to be a big marketing term that most people are just be like, oh, what has ray tracing? It's like, well, do you really know what ray tracing is? Well, there's a shout out to, um, well, it's like HDR, isn't it? Right. I mean, that's that's kind of how I feel about HDR. Mm. Maybe yeah, more of the true. population knows about HDR. But if you say HDR, this one has HDR to the average person. They're, I think the average person thinks about HDR that it's like high def, not what it is. Mm. Right. Um, but shout out to uh, the video that um, Sean put together for us uh that did the comparisons and control of ray tracing on and off oh yeah that was cool or did you do that too in your video i i, I did it in my video as well okay it had the on and i know he and he, he likes he spent like a segment of his video talking about it right um, yeah so we'll see i think you're right i don't know what the return is for um for that i think it's cool they're doing it yeah but they're, I think I, I've seen some stuff lately and full disclosure, Dustin and I both own a little bit of stock in AMD, but that's true. AMD is really, uh, really ramping up their game. And I think that Nvidia's like just kind of scrambling in a little bit of sense to try to get back. I don't know about scrambling as in like putting out bad product, but like you can tell the type of marketing they're doing lately is like trying to diminish AMD. See, because I feel like AMD is so behind in, in the GPU space. Yeah, they are. Specifically. Behind. Right. Like their latest GPUs <laughs> kind of, they came out, but they didn't really make a big splash because they didn't have ray tracing. And their their pricing is pretty. It's comparable. S- yeah. Comparable now. So. Yeah, I'll, but we'll see. I mean, we haven't seen their newest, their sales reports for the summer yet. Right. Which I'll be interested to see what that's like. Yeah, hopefully then my couple, couple stocks might go up. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> So uh, yeah, everyone but got by AMD. That's right. Products, uh, you know, <laughs> no problem there. Okay, I'm, I'm probably gonna. I'm getting a lot more into stocks and stock trading and options and everything. I'm. I probably, for the sake of transparency, anytime we talk about a company, good or bad, that I own stock in, I should probably mention it. I don't own a lot of video game stuff because I'm. My philosophy is don't get too attached to the stock you buy. Right. Because then you don't want to make the right choice. But so I don't mm-hmm. buy a lot of stuff that's in the in the realms I like. But anyway, all that to say. If I mention that in the upcoming, I'll let you know. I have GameStop <laughs> stock and I fucking hate GameStop. I used to have to GameStop stock. I bought it at like <laughs> I bought it at like three twenty five and sold it at like five fifty. And I wish I'd held on to it because it's up to like five seventy now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have very much, but yeah. I made a couple bucks. A couple bucks. Blast from the past for us boys here, Fortnite. Big changes. Yeah, past couple days. Almost makes me want to jump back in. Yeah, I was gonna say weirdly, and I almost feel ashamed for some reason, but uh, it's kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Now, talk about that marketing. Everyone already knows about this, but I'll lightly go over it. Fortnite had a big in-game event where they had a rocket launch again. I don't know the reasons why anymore. Like what the the context is. Yeah, rocket launch. We never knew. Right. Created a big black hole, sucked the game in. And for like what? Almost two days. Two or three days, yeah. You could not play Fortnite. It's just a black screen. Imagine what kind of you revenue would, that was. Yeah, say imagine the hundreds of thousands of dollars of Twitch donations that weren't like Twitch was suffering. I was just thinking the streamers, yeah. That well the that, streamers and Twitch they didn't list people. It's some there's like a children's hospital. There's a kid. He's <laughs> dying Twitch of leukemia. Day. It's Twitch day. He's dying of leukemia and he just it's a Saturday. He finds strength one last time and he's able to get up to play games for the last time. He goes to play Fortnite and he cannot. And then he dies the next day. Wow. 
That oh. happens somewhere. Oh, Just think about it. Oh, dude, I thought you were going with with the Twitch angle. Like he's he wants to watch Ninja play Fortnite one last time. Well, Ninja's not on Twitch anymore. Well, if yeah. you knew anything, well, I did know that. <laughs> but that was the most recognizable. Uh. So let's talk about a couple of the changes. Of course, now it's called Fortnite Chapter Two. So it's not Fortnite. Too. I saw some people saying that. Did I'm they like, make no. you pay sixty bucks for it, the second iteration, or no? Is that out of beta? I don't know, <laughs> or whatever I don't it was. Think so. Early access. So here's the biggest changes according to Polygon. First of all, the new map has water that you can swim in, and boats, and uh, you can drive boats. Is that interesting? Swimming. Yeah. Do yeah. you have the option to go to the other map? I don't think so. I think it's just they like threw out the old map. That's kind of There's cool. some areas that are similar. That is, that is cool, but also it's kind of like if you've been playing it since then, you're kind of like, yeah. I, can, I cannot go back to this then. I, I think it's know. cool. I think it's like Fortnite is a new thing. It's like the live evolving game. Right. So you played it at one time and now it's different and it's never going to be like that again. Well, it's always been like that, though, right? I mean, from the t- first time Battle Royale came out to Friday or whenever the, you know, during that time, that couple years span the game changed drastically. Right. Still the same map. Yeah. But you're right. It's not that you're it right. wasn't the same map. I mean, it, it was the same literal shape, but everything in it was new. But isn't it just the shape that matters? No. The shape? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> the shape of the map. It, it doesn't. No. So yeah, there are right. several new locations along with some old ones on the map. Uh, you can hide in small spaces like barrels now. There's a completely new UI. You can carry downed players to help them move faster. So as far as weapons, the pump and tactical shotguns are still in the game. Assault rifles, burst rifles, SMGs, bolt action sniper rifle, rocket launcher. And there's a new support bazooka that shoots bandages. So like T-shirts, like a T-shirt cannon. I saw... A headline that was like Fortnite overall revenue down by like forty some percent right now this year. Is this enough? Well, if the three of us who kind of dropped Fortnite like a hot rock yeah. are th- are like casually mentioning, maybe I'll jump in just to see what it's like. Yeah, I am sure the people who were like kind of off and on are going to jump back in to see what it's like. Yeah, right. They're going to buy that new battle pass and they're going to buy like that day and a half or two days of no revenue at all from mm-hmm. it being down guaranteed made up immediately i was thinking about that headline about how it, it was down 49 percent, and i'm like it's still probably astronomically yeah a lot of money because you think about it when we were at e3 the year that it was kind of peaking not last e3 but the year before 2018 the first year they did the pro-am yeah we were talking to devs that talked about how they were knew about in their own games and other people's games a noticeable hit yeah. Because the Fortnite, like Fortnite was causing people to not buy other right. games. Yeah. So just cause, I mean, it may be down a significant amount, but it's still probably making an astronomical oh, amount of money. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. I'm honestly, there's part of me that's surprised it's lasted this long and part of me that's feels like it's still got a lot of legs to it. Yeah. I mean, Minecraft didn't yeah. last that long, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how that one's still. I mean, I loved Minecraft, but I haven't the had the ray a tracing to... in Minecraft, dude. Dude, that's gonna be sweet. I'm excited yeah. for that. That, yeah. Brandon, you are you th- you think you're gonna dive back in? Uh, probably not. 
Probably not. I want to, but I probably won't. I don't know if I'll dive back in, but I'll certainly check it out. Yeah, I mean, matches. die real quick. It will probably come down to something as simple as uh, like if there's a download, mm. and I'm just like, well, I can, <laughs> I, I can now. Yeah, I, I cannot. Right. I must play the other game. So let's. I had one more thing that we had talked about talking about on the show that I don't know if we can fit in five minutes, unless we just want to make a comment on it because everyone already knows about Blizzard. Yeah. And the what happened at the Hearthstone tournament. Um, I don't know, Ben, you had said you had wanted to talk about this a little bit. Is there any kind of angle that we want to take on this? Because I feel like I don't want to explain everything to everybody. Everyone yeah. already knows what happened. Yeah. If you don't know what happened, go figure it out. Um, I just, I don't necessarily want to talk about, you know, Hong Kong or China or the statements that were made or anything. I want to talk more about is Blizzard going to suffer at all for mm-hmm. the way they handled it? Because whether you agree with the way they handled it initially or you disagree, what they've done since then is going to piss you right. off one way or the other. Because if you agree with what they did, then them coming off of it is weak. If you disagree with what they did, then and the way they came off of it, it wasn't enough. Right. So I don't know. I just wonder, you know, what's Blizzard's status at this point as far as gamer sentiment? I think that the issue is really complicated because I think that Blizzard handled it wrong. But I also feel like it's difficult. I think that what they did was based on the fact that they were worried about China. Sure. But I also can understand that they're like, hey, we don't want competitors to make their statements to be extremely political. We don't want this to be like the politics platform that every time someone wins, they're growing and talking about political stuff. Yeah, I can understand that. And honestly, here's the other thing we have to consider. If someone won and then they were like Trump 2020. Yeah. we need to, you know, drain the swamp, blah, blah, blah. And then he got banned. Yeah. No one would give a flying fuck. That's true. No one would care. Yeah. And that's just the reality. Some people might be poo-pooing what I'm saying right now. I don't Some care. Some people that's would care, but they weren't, they aren't the type of people who would make the stink. Right. No it. one would be causing a stink if someone got banned for right. their what free speech or yeah. whatever being shut down in that moment. Blizzard stock would skyrocket. Yeah. Yeah. So in that sense... I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But also the way the the overreaction, I would say, on Blizzard's part as far as firing those people, yeah. doing the uh, the suspension along with taking the money away. Like, I feel like it was definitely like, yeah, we got to worry, worry about Papa. What, his name, the the chairman of China, it's XI, right? Something like that. How do you, I don't I know mean, how to it say is, it. But I don't know how to say it. Shay. Shay. Shay, that's Shea. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Papa Shea. I knew, a guy, I knew a guy in college whose name was Shea. I think we just got banned in China. I don't think China even knows we exist. Well, no, but all, all, also Blizzard's like a business, you know. I guess they don't want to lose China. So they have well, to. Right. They were like, we have to do something. But I just don't think that what they did was maybe necessarily the best thing. It could have it's been a, handled maybe a little bit differently. I think that. So, Ben, I want to go back. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent about something that you didn't even talk about. That that was like, is this going to affect Blizzard? Yeah. I think it is, for sure. I think BlizzCon is going to be a shit show this year because of it. 
I think, though, it's not going to be just Blizzard, though. No, I don't think so either. I think that, honestly, we're on the edge of something catastrophic. Right. As far as I think a lot of the the brands and the companies and the IPs that people know and love yeah. all have Chinese money involved. Oh, yeah, a ton of them. Like We could probably rattle off a dozen right now. For example, everyone fucking loves the Avengers. Right. That movie makes so much fucking money in China. Yeah. That Disney is willing to let Shay spank him, you know. Right. Up, down, left, right. doesn't matter because of how much money they're extracting from China for this. Right. So if the situation was to arise where there was that kind of conflict, you sure should know that Disney would out of China. Yeah, but I... I think it's apples and oranges a little bit mm. because the market share of Disney movies in China is much less than the market share of video games in China. Mm. So with video games, I don't I'm making up these numbers. Please don't take them exactly. Let's say that if you're Blizzard, your market share in China is 30 percent of your overall revenue. Again, making up these numbers, whereas Disney, maybe your revenue is 15 yeah. percent. So if you're Disney and there's something that's, you know, controversial, you're taking you're looking at taking less of a hit because of it than Blizzard would be. Mm. So I don't know. Um but we are we 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 kind of uh segment to China anyway. Like there's things that we know weren't in Marvel movies, even in America. They didn't even put it in the movie at all because they wanted it to be able to go to China. So right. like, you've already seen that a little bit. Okay. But if uh I don't know who's a big if if Walt Disney himself came back from the dead uh, they unfreeze him. If they unfreeze Walt Disney and he comes out and says something bad about China, they're they're probably less likely to make a gun or you know a reaction than like Blizzard would be because think about the gaming market in China. Right. It's way high. <clears throat> I'm thinking it's way higher than the gaming market. Or I'm sorry, the movie market. I don't know about that. Really? I'm trying to think I remember seeing things about like how much money Avengers did yeah. in China. Like it's huge, like as big or bigger sometimes than the American box office. And, well, I think and it's, the Fast and Furiouses do really great yeah. in China. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm not talking. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the entire Western culture versus mm, China versus China. Yeah, versus the Eastern culture. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know what the numbers would be on that. I would love for somebody to tell me I'm wrong because I I'm pretty certain that Marvel movies do not do not do as much business anywhere as they do as in America. Hmm. Like, you know, in one single country. Right. But I could be totally wrong. I'd love for somebody to show me. Right. Yeah, I feel like... How do I say this the right way also? I was thinking about Blizzard and their decision is that... A lot of people forget about that Blizzard has to answer to their stockholders. Right. Above anyone else. They have a legal obligation to their stockholders. Fiduciary duty. Fiduciary duty. And so... They are basically legally obligated, not from just China, but but in order to make the most money possible, which right. part of that is doing business yep. with China. Right. I'm sure their stockholders do not give a fuck about um, Blitzchung and no. the and the uh, Hong Kong exactly. revolution. Well, going some of on. their stockholders do probably. I'm sure, but, some yeah. of them do, but yeah. a lot of them just want money. Sure, a lot of a lot of big time stock traders don't have any clue what stocks they own at a given moment. Mm. They're investing in indexes and everything else, and that might be part of one. Um, but still, they have that duty because they, they do own the stock. 
but yeah, what I'm saying is agreeing with you is that a lot of stockholders don't know they own Blizzard stock. Maybe that's just what their broker bought for them that day, and they're going to trade it in the week and whatever else because of forecasting. So they have a fiduciary duty to those people, but those people, like you're saying, don't care about this situation because they're not even actively involved in knowing that they're trading Blizzard stock. Mm. I think I think that even the ones that actively do know that have highly invested in Blizzard would be right. like, yeah, I don't care. Right. Your job is to make me money. Well, I have a lot of stock that I don't know anything about the company. Yeah. I just know trends and what I think is on the uprise or mm. or if I'm doing a short, you know, whatever. Um, right. I, I'm looking at numbers mostly before I'm looking at the actual company. There are a few companies that I've invested in because I believe in that company, but usually I end up losing money on those. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So I think it is important to say that Blizzard did make a big statement where they said that they were not um, th- their their relationship t- with China did not affect their decision. Yeah. Which literally everyone knows is bullshit. It's got to be. But they did reinstate like the the bans have been reduced for the for the player. They're reinstating his money. The people, the shoutcasters are still fired. Yeah. So I don't I didn't see this fully. Were the shoutcasters even involved? I don't know exactly what went down with that. Okay. So I can't speak to that exactly. Right. But I'll have to look into that. So any other thoughts? It's messed up, man. Okay, let's real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm I'm all like all You're choked dying. up today. Uh, what other companies have are owned in, in part or whole by China? Obviously, Tencent. But what does Tencent have a stake in? Epic. Epic. Bungie. Bun- uh, that's NetEase. That's NetEase. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't think that they own. Someone said that they own a majority majority share of Bungie. I don't believe that. To I don't be think true. it's majority. I think they they've gave them like a hundred million dollars or yeah. something. But I would believe that. I don't think it's majority. No. Um okay, let's not just do Tencent then. Let's talk about Chinese money period and, and games. Or like you know, ownership. We know that uh that uh Bungie, we know Epic. I think there's another big one, but I can't put my finger on it. But I wonder, Activision Blizzard, is there like a lot of Chinese money in that I company I don't think in general? there is. I think Activision Blizzard just does so much business there. That makes but sense. But I don't think they have any Chinese investment other than stock, potentially. Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco. I don't think they have. I don't, I don't think they are either. <laughs> They're real big in China. <laughs> are you making a joke <laughs> that no one understands? No. <laughs> All right. But yeah, a lot of companies yeah. got that Chinese money. So. Yep. All right. Well, let's end it there. Yeah. That's all I got for the show. And boy, it's a, an hour and five minutes. Beefy boy. Beefy boy. Damn. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the HP Podcast. We appreciate it. Make sure to leave us a rating and a review, particularly on iTunes. But wherever you listen is perfectly fine. We would appreciate that. Check us out. HandsomePhantom.com. Lots of stuff going up this week. Lots of reviews. including one by my wife. So make sure you check out that one in particular. What I can't remember the name of the game she's reviewing. Stranded Sales. Stranded Sales. And it's uh she's been really enjoying it. Yeah. So be cool. Also, you can join our Discord, handsomefandom.com slash Discord. Also, you can use our Amazon Amazon affiliate link, handsomefandom.com slash Amazon. Buy some shit. Take the money from Jeff. Give it to us. Be sure to check out the HP Video Game Podcast Network. 
you can find our show and about a dozen others and still adding more uh, other shows on that network. Lots of good video game shows, shows just like ours that talk about news and commentate other shows. There's a uh, show that just talks with game developers and talks about that. Uh, so if you're a developer, which we know we have a few that listen, check that out. And then we also, um, there's also like a, a documentary, audio documentary show on there, which is great. So just check those out. You can check them out on all the shows on Twitter. Or if you go to our show on iTunes and click the HP Video Game Network um, tab, it'll show you all the shows that's on the network. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, boys. Thanks for joining me. And uh, any final thoughts? Sometimes it do be like that. Sometimes it do. All right. See everybody later.